Welcome to Sisology. Sisology is the study of dope as millennial women learning to navigate through the modern world by sharing experiences, minding their business, avoiding drama, and bossing up. Hey, sis. Just know this is a judgment-free zone where we unapologetically break down all things women, life, love, and hustle. We're here with your sisters, Naima, Nia B, Lulu, and Kay. So honey, fill up your glass, pull up a chair, take some notes, and get ready for a dope-ass session. All right, y'all, let me mellow out real quick. Welcome back, everyone. Excuse me. I'm your host, Naima, and you're listening to Sociology the Podcast. Thanks for tuning back in with us. Welcome. Hey, ladies. Hey. Hey. What's up? What's up? How are y'all? How are y'all? Fabulous. Yes. Blessed. Kind of pissed, mm-hmm. actually. Let me rephrase that. I'm oh. having a, I'm having a day today because I just want to be honest. Okay. I'm having a day. I'm blessed, but I'm having yes. a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you just well, you went from blessed to pissed, so I feel like that warrants <laughs> a small explanation. <laughs> just a you small know, both. We, that's fair. We can get into we can get into it as we start talking about the topic for the day because I got some stuff to say and yeah, but I'm still blessed though. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Well, yes. All blessed right. There we go. Yes. All right. On on God's unchanging hand. Um. Yes, so. Ma'am. I wanted to bring up because um, first, I just wanted to say my week was great. Um, Nobody celebrated America's birthday. We just had a reason to barbecue. So that was great. Um, But I wanted to touch on this with y'all because I have been itching like my travel. My travel bug has been has been. Oh, child. Things are going to get easier. But I really want to go somewhere. But this Rona. It's not on our side. It's not our friend. And did y'all hear about when you go to certain spots that are high risk that when you come back, you have to quarantine for 14 days? Did y'all hear about that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's why I canceled my trip to Jamaica. What? Um, you have to have an authorization form to get into the country, then go through like a three hour process of sanitation, getting tested, being tracked on top of that. Wow. Then you have to quarantine oh, wow. for 48 hours after you get tested to see if it's positive or not. And if it is oh. positive, you need to quarantine for 14 days while you're there. Wow. Yes, it's just wow. too much. So we just, my husband and I, we canceled our trip. So, oh, no. Yeah, we'll be traveling oh. locally. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, see, I've been seeing, I, I, there was this lady on Instagram, and forgive me, I don't remember her tag, but she had posted up a video saying um, that she was going to Jamaica because she works remotely and she just wanted to be in a different space and a different environment while she was working. I was like, oh, okay, that's dope. But she was talking about the process, and I was just like, oh my goodness, like you really are making a choice 
to be like, yes, I'm going to go to this other country. I'm about to go through this strenuous ass process of the sanitization. Like, I think she said she sanitized her hands by the time she left out of the building. She had hit sanitizer like seven times. I feel like after the third time, it kind of cancels itself out at that point. I feel like you need soap and water. Like, <laughs> it's not effective you know? anymore. <laughs> like, I was the bacteria just like, has grown immune. <laughs> Exactly. Right. So I'm like, we got this whole new virus. And yeah, so I was just like, I thought about it, but I would want my kids with me and stuff like that. Maybe I love them. But I'm like, are we? Go-? Yeah, I probably want them with me just for the sake of I know what y'all doing. I know what y'all getting into. <laughs> but they're also promoting. I saw this thing and it's not set in stone, but traveling abroad for work like they're encouraging it. And I thought about it. I was just like. Now, why are you trying to entice people to leave these borders? You know, people are already scared or feeling some type of way because of all of this. But I was like, actually, that's kind of smart because a lot of these countries in the Caribbean and the islands and stuff like that, their economic system depends on our dollar. And if we not there, you know what I'm saying? Like how how y'all going to keep thriving, surviving? So I was like, Tourism. actually, that's really. Yeah. Right. It depends on our tourism dollars. So I was like, and they're offering what is it? 12 month visas or something it's not set in yes, stone ma'am. but i look listen, but i, I saw bring my baby i'll exactly. do it but if i got a test i will not see and that's she's like I no think. i'm like you know with the if covid wasn't a factor that sounds hella intriguing but like with covid and shit but i guess that's the only reason why we're all working remotely is because of covid right. like catch 22 because yeah. mm-hmm. we got all yeah. this time and opportunity and we be like oh i'm about to take a trip and then you right? look at all the guidelines like oh no I'm not. about that <laughs> <laughs> but everybody is itching to do it so it was like everybody is ready mm-hmm. to get out mm-hmm. man not yeah. just out of the state but i'm trying to get out the country like I don't want to be here right now (laughs) but I would like to see shit happening in America it's a lot of (laughs) shit happening right now and I would rather be on a beach somewhere (laughs) you know working and working on sociology and doing all of our other business stuff like this is ghetto That made me think of Florida and why there was probably such a high number of cases <laughs> right. in Florida. Okay. It's because everybody's like, I can't go out mm-hmm. the country, but shit, I'm taking my ass to Florida. Uh-huh. I can go to Florida. But you know what? I saw a map and it's a lot of states that are around the bottom part of the U.S. that are red. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, ain't that some shit? Everybody that's around some water. They were always like open. They never really, true. really closed like we that's did up true. here. You know, that's true. And, that's true. I mean, and like now, you know, we are in Illinois. Even if you decide to go to those places, um, they're like, bring your ass back. You don't have to quarantine. And if you don't quarantine, we looking for you. But how you gonna know? How, how right. you really gonna exactly. know? If yeah. I snuck how my ass gonna back over? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, mess. Well, y'all, let's get into this. In our last episode, we talked about jealousy amongst friends and family and how when you start to reach new heights in life, um, certain people show different colors or maybe colors they've already had that never came to the head. So we touched on that. So go ahead and listen to that when you get a chance. This particular episode today is kind of in conjunction with that adjacent because we're touching on communication today. We decided to go this route because... We've noticed throughout at least my week, it was a moment for me um, in my situation with my husband where I communicated something with him that was very raw 
And we tend to, you know, we like to do that with each other because we feel like honesty, of course, is the best policy. And to get straight to the point is always great. But everybody don't have that talent. Everybody don't have that skill. And sometimes it takes a moment. <laughs> you know, people got their process. But my husband and I are in the new season of looking to own land. And we are looking to move from where we are renting from. And we want to own multiple properties. But we got to get into this first. You know... I am a woman of security, like I feel many women are. And my apprehension with that, and I'm just going to be transparent, is that I was fearful of the security or lack thereof with that type of leadership in that arena. Now, don't get me wrong. He is a great husband. He's a great father. We've learned a lot Amongst the years, we've grown up together. So good, bad, ugly, beautiful, whatever, right? But this is something that we've never done before. So this is unknown territory to me. And the way that I'm set up is I have to know what I'm getting myself into. So therefore, can't nobody play me. Like, I don't want to get into something blindly. You know what I'm saying? So with you being the lead and you being the head and you having this role and me having my leadership skills, this is where we conflict. So I just was like, you know, I'm feeling a ways because it was buried. So the surface level stuff that we were going through throughout the day had nothing to do with what the actual issue was. So we, we just, we, we not, we not vibing. We not clicking. And I'm just like, yeah, so this is what it is. Like, we can't even agree on where we're moving. How are we going to own a house together? Because I'm like, that's a business. Do y'all feel like that's a business to own? Like this, of course it is, because that's finance involved and things like that. How y'all feel about, have any of you ever owned property? Let's say that first. Let's get there first. N- not yet. Okay. Lulu? Yes, we we bought our house back in 2017. Yeah, 2017. Um, but mm-hmm. we both were on the same page. We came to a point. We we moved from Clarksville. Then my husband got out the military to Nashville and then moved to Atlanta. And every time we moved, our rent would just keep going up. And then when we saw mm-hmm. what the total amount would be for one year was like 10 grand, we were like, oh, hell no. Like, we don't care where we're moving. We're just moving and we're going to spend mm. our money for ourselves. That money's going into our pocket. So at least we can get equity. If we don't like our house, we can sell it and we'll just get some equity out of it. So, mm-hmm. um, but to answer your question, I mean, yes and no. Yes. Yes and no. Like, yeah, it's a business transaction. But at the same time, I mean, you're building together. So it doesn't really feel as one. And it doesn't feel any different than renting. And actually, we're saving more money by owning mm-hmm. a home. So mm-hmm. I, I guess when you're on the same page, it wouldn't feel so much as a business transaction. It's purchasing that house. That shit seems intimidating as hell. But when you go through that process, it's easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think my apprehension is more so because of, one, the amount of money that it is like I'm better with money in my house. Like he could tell you that too. Like I'm better with money. He's responsible and he's gotten so much better from 17. Like, okay, I would hope so. You feel me? But Mm -hmm. since the beginning of time, I've always been the one that's the best with money. So right now we're just clearing up, you know, debt. We're getting our savings and stuff together and things like that. But I'm just like, bro, 
we've never done this before. Like we can't go into this blind side. And I'm the one that's like, I'm eating up all this information. I got notebooks. I got resources. I'm like, I got all types of stuff because apparently I'm green. I'm analytical as hell, according to Kay. <laughs> so that's a fact. With, it is. But, and with him, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, so, you know, we can go and we can go apply for a loan. And da, da, da. I was like, you know, I feel like all the steps aren't done yet. And I feel like that's where we conflict because where you want to move, I'm just like, but we have to do this first. We have to do X, Y, Z first. Am I getting too deep? Am I going rabbit hole or somebody fill me in? Nope, you're not. That's real. That's your truth. That's your experience. That's that's real. Girl. I mean, it's a big, it's a big step. Like that's a, a life changing moment in our life, you know, um, mm-hmm. just like getting married, having a baby, buying a house is something we all try to achieve, you know, like that is on our list of goals in life. So, no, you're you're not getting too deep. There's nothing wrong okay. with communicating that to your spouse, you know. Well, I think that was my struggle. I I, I struggled to say that because I don't want to make him feel a ways about who he is as a man. What are some of y'all conflicts? or struggles with communication that you have with other people? Have you found it hard to say something that you want to get off your chest, Nia? Yeah, in my relationship in particular, um, as far as our aspirations to own home um, or property one day, um, in my situation, I tend to carry the mental load of the household. So I am the organizer. I am the planner. I am the strategic person I'm the analyzer you know and my my spouse is not always thinking on that wavelength so I think that's where our communication lacks is because he's not always driven for those type of things so like you similarly you know I kind of sometimes fear his ability to lead in that way because he's not always on the forefront in Mm -hmm. those thoughts and in that process and then when we try to communicate about it it's really just oh well, whatever you want to do, babe. And I'm like, well, yeah, true, but. <laughs> I hate that whatever right? you want to do. Ugh. Oh, my Isn't gosh. it frustrating? It's like I'm having this conversation with you on purpose. I'm not just saying this for my health. For kicks and giggles, right. <laughs> for, for shits and giggles. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I need your opinion. And he's not the best at that. He'll actively listen. He's great at that. But as far as giving feedback and direction, I think he looks to me for that and mm. that's frustrating for me yeah. because it gets exhausting always mm-hmm. having to be that person. Yeah, it it is. Agreed. Um yeah. I feel that all the way. I feel like that's very similar in our household. And with time, my husband and I, I feel like we've we understand each other's strengths. So like when it comes to those finances, when it comes to organizing, he he can communicate that you're better at that. So that's why I I lean towards you because that's your strength. Um, so um, in terms of communicating, I think we're good at that. But when we get into like, let's talk about real communication, like real issues. Yeah, we're st- we still have some ways like we're still trying to work on that as we get into it. Um, like what makes for healthy communication? Like what is good communication and what is bad communication? I know that that's something that I need to work on is adjusting my style of communication because I don't think that 
my husband and I have the same style. I know that we don't have the same style of communication. And I know that that does cause issues from time to time. And generally, it's the same issue coming up over and over again, because we haven't really navigated through it and communicated in a way that truly resolves the issue kind of thing. But I think that it starts just to go off of the first thing that you said. I think that we have to have a model of healthy communication in order to do that ourselves. And if we didn't have that growing up, then you kind of are at somewhat of a disadvantage unless you really take the time to learn yourself better Mm -hmm. and be able to become that communicator that you want to be or that you know that you should be in order to make a relationship okay. I feel that. I feel like my significant other is exactly the example of what he was shown as far as what a relationship should look like and what communication looks like. Um, Just from my observation, you know what I mean? And it's not a bad thing. It's just that's who he is. That's his style of communicating because that's Mm -hmm. what he learned. That's how you communicate. And for me, um, I observed something complete opposite. I'm very verbal in my communication and brutally honest. I... I mean what I say and say what I mean at all times. And he not always is on that same path with me. And I think that further complicates things with us. I was just going to say that's real um, with you saying, you know, you can be brutally honest. Have have any of your significant others came to you and said that you are too rough around the edges with your words? Like, are you, yes. you are too blunt? <laughs> Yes. And how do you take that? <laughs> yes. You know what? I feel like because of how I was, I came up, I'm the oldest of five and we were raised by a single woman, single mother. And um, just how she was as a woman, I feel like I've acclimated some of those attributes, you know, as far as like sticking up for yourself and, and you know, I, Nia, you said saying what you mean and meaning what you say. I've been like that to a certain extent, but I'm more like that now. Like coming up, it was me so trying to, I guess, protect other people's feelings. But in turn, I was hurting myself more by not saying something. Mm -hmm. So later on in life, I'm noticing like that's not doing me no good. And it went from it being an ugly thing to I'm going to be raw and real, but I'm going to make sure that what I'm saying has some validity. You know what I'm saying? Because at first it was ugly. Like I could cut, like I can cut you better than you can cut me. You feel me? I just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just better at it. But I had chosen not to for so long for the sake of I don't want to go back and forth. I don't want to stoop down to your level. Blah 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 blah. But now it's just like, listen, I'm not trying to disrespect you, but I didn't send for you, so don't come for me. Like mm-hmm. that, it's gonna start like that. So I have been told that my words are raw especially like my husband telling me how I communicate sometimes with my boys but I feel like that's just in me to communicate like that and I love them like I said there's not a day that goes by that my kids don't know that I don't love them I hug on them they don't want me to because they big and I don't care but I am like mm-hmm. you would get you a chest shot from yeah. me real quick mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> like, if it's not from you, like it's I'm from not you. Right. You know, I'm not I'm not. So I've been told that I'm difficult to communicate with. And sometimes I make me feel a ways because it's like, well, how? And I just I feel like I'm misunderstood. 
I feel like I misunderstood. And, and in that bucket too. Yeah, because I'm like, I just want mm-hmm. I want to be heard as far as how I feel and I want that to be taken into consideration and not just swept off to the side like it's nothing or it's just a phase or are you on your you know, are you on your cycle or whatever the hell mm-hmm. stupid shit people say to try to justify your Yeah, or yeah, to try to minimize yeah, yeah. how like and I don't like no. So do have any of you outside of Nia who gonna say what she mean to me what she say? since 87 um do any of you find yourself holding back from saying something for the sake of somebody else's feelings yes unfortunately i know that's something i need to work on for sure and i think it does like i said go back to having that model of conflict and conflict resolution and just being able to you know navigate through that I had a single mom as well, and she wasn't one that, you know, brought people in and out. I wasn't, I didn't have that father figure in the house type thing. I had a very, very present father figure in my grandfather, and shout out to my grandparents. They have been married for 61 years now, so that's a blessing. (laughs) Shout out to the grandparents because they're grand. Shout out. They're grand. Yes. Yes. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Shout out to y'all, Boop and Pop, if you're listening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Zynga. And Zynga. Shout out and Zynga. Hi. Hi, Grandma. Yes, yes. And any other grandparents out there, shout out to (laughs) y'all. We love (laughs) y'all. But uh, just going back to it, that I didn't have that style to kind of see how conflict resolution works especially in relationships and if my grandparents fought or had you know any disagreements I didn't know about it it was something that was really just between the two of them and I don't know if that's you know just from that era type thing and that was just how they handled things because now you see a lot of conflicts are very public with millennial relationships and Mm -hmm. it's just a whole different animal so that's the whole thing in itself but not being able to navigate seeing that I think kind of put a dampen or a dampening on how I know how to do that. And I think that I do hold back a lot to save, you know, my significant other's feelings. And that's not good for any of us because at some point it continues to build up and build up and build up and then you explode and then it seems like it's being blown way out of proportion because you've been feeling a ways for a while and it could be the little things that are just adding up and yeah you know it's not healthy it's not healthy for either of us because then it turns into a bigger thing than it could have been if I dealt with it in the beginning and said what I meant and meant what I said in the beginning mm-hmm. and See, he's that kind of person a, lot of stuff. a catch-22 though because yeah. like I've I'm still trying to balance and I struggle with holding back sometimes. And then I struggle with vocalizing myself too much because in my household, I've seen that my mother was vocal. And sometimes it wasn't the most healthiest or the most productive way of communicating. Mm. And even on my father's side, They're from the south side of Chicago. They're very vocal. Okay, so we all just kept a real with one another. Call it blunts, but like we kept a real with one another and we all can take it. Mm -hmm. Some people can't take it. And I think that's when that whole you're so harsh, the way you talk. Like, do you talk like that to your friends? I get that a lot. And then I have to remind my significant other, like, have you not met my friends? Like, they're all just as vocal. Facts. So 
like us talking to one another, I don't think anybody gets offended because we know each other's style and what we mean and our intentions. But that's just how we communicate. Like we're all very strong women. And I'm sure as listeners, you guys are the exact same way and you probably have had these experiences. Um, But to kind of go back, like even in my own relationship, you know, I find myself when I do hold back, then that moment comes where I explode. And then when I do Mm -hmm. speak my truth, it's like you're doing too much. Why are you always starting an argument? But I'm not even trying to start an argument. I'm just trying to vocalize my truth. And I've come to a point where like. Now I have to meditate on it. Like I have to sit on it before I come to you about something because yeah. and that's hard to you're do. not as receptive. So communication yeah. goes both ways. It's not just what you're verbally saying. It's like, are you listening? Are you willing to hear what mm-hmm. I have to say? Yeah. Are you open minded? You know, are you are you, um, you know, just receptive to change? Like, are are you present? You know, mm-hmm. so I read something that Tony Robbins vocalized. I don't know when, but it was an article that was posted about the ultimate relationship guide and it touched on uh, communicating and listening. And he said, quote, your partner may be communicating exactly what the problem is, but if you're not listening, you'll miss it. Mm. Resist the pull of just waiting. Oh, yes. Oh, mm. this is a. Uh, let me snap, snap, snap. Let me finish this line up yeah. real quick. He said, you got to resist the pull of just waiting for your partner to finish what they're saying so they can launch into their turn. That isn't listening. It's waiting mm-hmm. to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. End quote. That's true, though. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I've said that a lot to my significant other. Like, you know, you're not even listening. You're like mm-hmm. just waiting to respond. Yep. Mm. That's a habit for a lot of people. They don't know it how is. to, or maybe not even a habit. It's kind of they don't know they're doing it. They're so used to communicating in that way, or so called communicating in that way, that it just comes naturally for them to just not even hear you. I think. Mm-hmm. I think my guy tunes me out a lot of the time. Like, <laughs> do you hear me? Like, are you hearing me? We had the dumbest debate. Oh my God, y'all, hold on. I just got to go into this real quick. This fool <laughs> yeah. told me that he does 90% of the cleaning around the house and I do 10. Uh-huh. Well, that's a you said why? Lie. Wow. Whole lie. <laughs> Baby. I think that's a lie in a lot of households. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Y'all don't even know him and y'all know that's a lie. Like I told her, I'm gonna call your mama and tell her that lie you just told me and we're gonna see what she got to say because mm. you're a bald face lie. <laughs> but just you know, men are like that. They they have this one sided point of view of how they see things and it really boils down to interpretation. People mm. interpret shit the way they want to. And even yeah. your intentions behind your communication, they interpret what you're saying in an aggressive why why you being so harsh why you coming at me like that yeah bro i'm just trying to talk to you yeah. and i don't understand how as a man my words are cutting you so like are just affecting you so like <laughs> how sway like i'm trying to understand or do you deal with that person where you could be talking about a b c d and a person just you know, want to pick B and make BB. <laughs> yeah. And they all just make BB. Like, like all you heard was B, huh? It was a low yeah, ass B. It was a low <laughs> You ain't hit them but up they three letters at all. <laughs> you gave some capitals in there, but they just want to pick on the lowercase. Yes. They want the lowercase letter. Like that would. So, 
And I hate that because it's just like, so you missed the entire point. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to point at that little thing. like, And I feel like we're talking in circles. So, again, with communication, it's a choice to keep trying and keep trying. And we're going to try this again. And we're going to try this one more time. But, you know, what would make you decide to stop communicating with someone mm-hmm. altogether? So yeah, be like, you I know what? This is not worth going forward because I feel like I've given it my all. And I just, you just, there's no space mm-hmm. for you right here That's in my right life. There. So mm-hmm. what would make you decide to be like, you know, because I've decided that with some people in my life. One of them I mentioned earlier. Our communication skills? No, no, ma'am. They are non-existent. For one, and that's in real life. I feel like because we are two alpha women as well, which I feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of women are, at least a lot of women I surround myself with. I mean, shit, it is what it is. But um, (laughs) I feel like because we were both alpha women and because of the relationship that has been so strained for so long, that it was time for me to make that decision for myself. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being manipulated, being played, being, you know, whatever, whatever. But I had to make that decision for the health of my mind, my heart, and my spirit. Because otherwise, it would have remained toxic. So I made that decision. That's why, that's what made me stop. Because it just was not working. It was a continuous cycle of cesspool mess. So I was cool. What would make you stop communicating with someone altogether? If that person just isn't listening, like it's just not going anywhere. Like you're having the same conversation every time. Like you are at the exact same moment. Like sometimes I feel like my husband and I, we're doing, we're doing better. But, you know, every now and then we'll have a blow up and it feels like we are six years ago. Yeah, like a rewinding time. Like, damn, I thought we was done with this part. Mm-hmm. I thought we was done with this chapter. <laughs> and then there was a point where it just felt like we were just stuck in that moment. Like we mm-hmm. were having those same conversations, same style. Nobody's being heard. At this point, we're just trying to argue our point. Like we're just mm-hmm. venting to one another. One another. Mm-hmm. And I had, I had to just stop for the sake of us. Like, sometimes you have to give in and throw that towel in. Like, you know what? It's not going anywhere. I'm not being receptive. He's not being receptive. And sometimes time just needs to heal. You know, like, Mm. time just needs to go by. Um, Or even, like, let's say you guys have major disagreements. But, you know, at some point, you have to revisit that. Bad or good, you know, like, those conversations need to be revisited to see if it is bad. Like what happened at what moment did things just switch? Like what triggered you? What triggered me like having those conversations or if it is good, you know, like how did you feel about that? Like revisiting those moments. Cause that's how we grow as people like through communicating. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think, cause how long have you been married Lou? Uh, we're going on five years. And do you think that that's something that you have recently arrived at? Or is it something that you kind of knew in the back of your mind, but it's kind of just now, you know, something that's really coming to the forefront? I feel like it's always been there, but because um, my husband, he grew up in a household where they don't really talk about problems. 
and mm-hmm. things are kind of swept. And, you know, like this c- could be also part of the West Indy culture. Um, you it know, we just our... don't talk about issues mm-hmm. that's, you know, he's taken that he's internalized that as an adult. So that's part of that as well. It's just like, you know, in order for us to get by, we just need to just leave it alone, like for the sake yeah. of us. And revisit it later in a healthier way, because it takes a lot to kind of unlearn and relearn something. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think to answer your question, uh, I think it depends on the relationship itself and who who it is, and if it's worth your time and energy to try to continue to beat a dead horse. You know what I mean? You, right. you know, as far as your husband, you know, I'm not married. We're almost married though, and we have a child together. You know, so. When when our life changed, when we added a baby into the mix, our communication changed. The conversation mm. changed. Oh, yeah. So that was a new type of conversation we had to have. And it wasn't received well at first. It was mm-hmm. like beating a dead horse at first. It was the same conversation over and over. You know, I was feeling unheard. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what shifted in him, but I think one of the times... He actually heard me. The same conversation was had several times and the same threats were made each time. And mm-hmm. I was like, if you don't start to hear me, you won't be hearing me at all. At all, honey. Clean away from this whole situation. And we can just co-parent. So you need to mm-hmm. make a choice either to hear me now or we going to start moving forward with other plans. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think. In that situation, when you have, you know, your spouse and children involved, you work a little harder to try to get your point heard. And then it comes to a point where if you've made all those threats, you've told them, you know, exactly what the options are and they continue still not to hear you, then you make the choice to walk away. Um, As far as other relationships in your life, you know, family members or friends, I think those are a little bit easier Mm -hmm. to kind of not beat it as hard, you know. Like when one of my girlfriends or something, if we're having communication issues and it's just not going anywhere, you just don't hear me, then I'm sorry, we don't need to be friends, you know, but family members and your spouse, I think it deserves a little more trying, but some people are just so stubborn, they'll never hear you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that goes back to some people, you know, it really does have everything to do with how you grew up. Because I know some people that have had such conflict in their family that it's so easy for them to cut them off. And I had such a close knit family that I don't understand that. And I know that that's because I never witnessed a whole lot of conflict between my family. If it happened, I was unaware. I was sheltered from it, whether that have been intentionally or unintentionally, that that has a lot to do with it. And going back to what you said, Nia, I don't know how everybody else classifies a healthy argument, but I know that those same threats and all of those, you know, I promise you if da 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 then those if then sentences if this doesn't mm-hmm. happen then this will that is that something that is not necessarily saying that it's not because I do it all the time but is that a healthy thing you know giving those ultimatums and giving that or is it better to 
try to come to some sort of agreement? Does it depend on the kind of relationship? I'm just throwing some questions on the table. This isn't a, this is how I feel. I just want to throw them out there. I just think it's like, how far deep are you into this? Like, for me, I don't start the if-thens until you just really not trying to hear me. Because for me, that's the only way I feel like I'm going to really grasp your attention. I don't know another way, you know, other than, like, seeking professional assistance with this. Like, you know, and I guess that's that's one of the things that you can do, you know. But when, you, when, I, when I'm trying to solve an issue on my own, like, and you just really not seeing my point of view, then the if-thens come in, too. But I don't think that's something you should do frequently I don't think that's the only I don't think that should be the only way you solve your issues is threatening and you know yeah, throwing no. little shit over people's head I don't think Mm-mm. that's what you should do but like for me I'd be like look now nah, I done told you <laughs> right yeah. I've packed a, a couple bags before <laughs> do you it feel that it's real. a form of disrespect if you continue to feel unheard in your relationship and oh, is absolutely. that something that you'll continue to tolerate that's the, not just personally but just is that something that you should continue to tolerate and then is that when the if-thens come in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no i think everybody goes through growing pains so everybody goes through growing pains and everybody goes through um different changes and levels in their relationship so in each level you're gonna learn something new i feel like just personally for me and my experience i feel like if we've learned this and we've had to go through this test over and over again i don't feel like we should be revisiting this but Sometimes that happens. Um, but when it comes to the if the, the threats or whatever or something like that, like Nia, I hear you saying that it comes to that when I just feel like that's the only way that I can get you to hear me. I think that if behind your delivery of things, if there is a pure intention for a greater good, then I feel like sometimes we have to be assertive. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that people make us as women, especially as black women, feel like that when we speak up for ourselves or if our tone sounds a little different, that, oh, we angry Mm -hmm. or, oh, we got an attitude or, oh, she always got Mm -hmm. something to say or da 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 da. Like, no, I'm just a human just like you are. And I feel just as passionately about something just like you can. So I'm going to deliver it. And sometimes they take that as a form of disrespect or they take that as a form of and not just spouses, but, you know, people who you can communicate with on a regular regular they could take mm-hmm. that as a form of oh uh, uh of undermining or or whatever whatever the stupid ass excuses could be for outside of me just being a human with feelings like you're not going to dismiss me for the sake that I'm a woman first and foremost I will be heard you are going to feel me and it don't have to be a malicious thing behind it I think when it's malicious then it's like all right sis check yourself like but it goes you know back saying? to perspective though like not everybody sees that you know because you're right a black woman, but you you're know that, that angry exactly exactly and i can't help what other people think about me ain't none of my business that's the mind frame that i've gotten to at this point in my life but mm-hmm. when it comes to that as far as me if i feel like i knew that i was being petty or I knew that I was saying this because I was trying to hurt this person's feelings. I knew that saying this would hurt. This. Like we have those moments where we can be saying some shit like I'm going to use, I'm going to pull this little ammunition out my back pocket. I'm going to load the chamber and I'm going to pull the trigger because I know this is about to hurt you. Sometimes we like mm-hmm. do that and we've made, and we've made that choice. But as growth happens, it's like, why I even got to, I don't want to have to do anything that I know I'm going to have to apologize for later because I was intentional. Thanks. That's Thanks. my thing. That's part of growth, though. Yeah, that's part of growth. 
that's even with the workplace like you know have you been that one black female that works yes. in a predominantly white environment yeah but know? we gonna touch on that because nia had a thought Mm. Mm, mm. <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, I don't, I don't throw shit out there on in spite or in pettiness. I really, no, I'm no, saying not saying that, that this mm-hmm. is gonna happen. That's because mm-hmm. that's what I mean, brother. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get it together. I no, no, no. But, <laughs> but there's a that's a level because that's a level yeah. of even having that respect for yourself. There's nothing malicious behind what you're doing. Now, I don't know specifically what you're saying, but I'm like, I'm figuring that whatever you're telling him, the end game is that we just won't be together. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that was, that's the conclusion or we won't be rocking because this ain't working for me. However, whatever that looks like, whatever that means. But for you, there's a pure intention behind that because it's for the sake of your peace. It's for the sake of your well-being. It's for the sake of, you know what I'm saying? It's not for us so I can just be out here being ratchet and shit and just be doing whatever the fuck I want to do. No, it's not that. But when it's those things like F you, F your feelings i want to hurt you i want to do x y then that's when it's different you know what i'm saying yeah, so when, when they do come the, off yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying Keeping like i want to hurt like so that's a different yeah. mental you know space to be in but when you're being assertive like listen if this doesn't change then this is going to happen that's for the sake of of your peace i feel like right. in this level yeah. of life so i'll keep yeah. it real like there have been moments where And, you know, this is all about perception, my perception that I felt disrespected. And, you know, there are moments where my temper can go off the lid. So when my Mm -hmm, significant other, when I feel like you've you thrown a low blow at me, there are moments Mm -hmm. I've I've come right back to you like, Mm -hmm. okay, And then I have to bring myself back. Like, did, did I just go there? Like, yep. did I just go to that level yep. of energy, a place that I do not want to be at? And, be and I can't even girl. blame that on nobody else. That's my Bless own you. accountability yep. that I have to hold for myself. It's just like, yep. you know, no matter what words or, or verbal actions or nonverbal actions have been taken, you know, like, you need to hold your own composure because you're responsible for yourself. Yep. Because mm-hmm. okay. it can get ugly now. Yeah. yeah, I think that's when communication becomes non-effective yeah. or efficient. Yeah. You know, it's like when you get to that point of heated discussions, taking low blows, right. you know, doing p- purposely hurting each other's feelings. I think that's at a point where you're like, OK, look, Toxic. what we're doing. Yeah, what we're doing is not even communication. Yeah. We're just hurting each other at this right. point. We're not progressing and that's at when all. I think, yeah. So at that point, I think that's like a. I call them come to Jesus meetings. Like we need to yes. step away, <laughs> mm-hmm. calm down and then revisit this. Yeah. And a lot of people got to swallow that pride. Oh, good. Yeah. I, was saying, I know for me personally, I have not. And of course, perception in what I was saying, I know that what I said was kind of hurtful to him. I won't say exactly what I said, but I said something that I know was pretty hurtful, but I was really trying to get a point across that I felt like wasn't being heard. And I'm like, you're going to hear me, but you're not going to like how you hear it. And if I say it this way, maybe you'll understand. And it was very hurtful. Mm -hmm. And of course, I, in hindsight, could have phrased Mm -hmm. what I said better, but I was feeling some type of way. I said what I said. And then, you know, we were able to talk about it afterwards in a more constructive way. But it was like, man, like, why did I say that? (laughs) I'm going to blame the baby and the emotions and all that stuff. (laughs) But 
Mm. I know yeah. that there are times that you can say things, mm-hmm. but as long as you know at least that you were in the wrong for something that you said and you can still kind of talk about it, you can work around it and it doesn't have to stay in that place of we're going to keep mm-hmm. going blow for blow because it doesn't mm-hmm. always. You know, every couple is different. Yes. Mm-hmm. Acknowledgement is key and yes. being able to acknowledge when you were wrong, apologize for it, and then go yeah. forward. That's yeah. what I'm working on trying to do is being able to admit that because I, you know, not going to lie. It, I sometimes had that mentality of I'm always right. And I, you know, and we can't think like that, not in a relationship that you're supposed to be growing together. And Mm. I know that I'm grateful for having, you know, friends and family members that have been married for, you know, Mm -hmm. X amount of years more than I have because I'm getting to see what they've experienced and get that knowledge for myself so that I may not even have to go through certain trials. There's this excerpt that I found on um, a website called psychalive.org. And it said, without being able to express themselves and listen to one another, Partners cannot achieve intimacy. By developing their communication skills, you and your partner will be able to establish and preserve a loving, respectful relationship between each other. It mentioned intimacy. And I think with intimacy, a lot of people tie intimacy to Mm -hmm. the physical, you know what I'm saying? Like how you feeling when you're getting ready to paint or whatnot. Um, But have any of you ever experienced a level of intimacy with someone through communication like it just fit and meshed and waved so well that it was just like like I'm just like melting into the conversation I feel like I've had that I've had that experience before anybody Nia I feel like the best times I have with my guy are when we've had a great night of communication and we can just be talking and laughing and watching movies and just be one with each other. And that obviously (laughs) will lead to the physical intimacy, which really seals the deal. (laughs) But it helps. It helps, right? It helps, honey. um, Because it's like, it's, it's twofold for me. I feel like if we just have the physical intimacy, only yeah it's not necessarily as intense as if you had the communication intimacy the Uh oneness with each other Mm -hmm. and then after that Mm -hmm. end with physical um because physical is just Mm -hmm. physical you can do that all day all night all day all night but when you become so one with each other and how you feel and how you see each other in what you you know your thought patterns like that's that is second to none for me that's a different wave Mm -hmm, honey Um, anybody prior to that I just wanted to I was just gonna get into like speaking you know it's it's so important to watch what you say because that can come to life like it can really manifest itself and I was thinking that because Kay had mentioned something about you know she said something that she didn't really care for to her her significant other and I've had a moment like that where I've blurted out something and it came to life. And so I am so mindful with my words that even in these moments of, you know, agreeing to disagree um, or just in just in life, like that movie with Eddie Murphy, I think it's like Tree for Thoughts or something like, like, like that, where 
every word, every leaf on the tree is a word that he has to speak. So you have to be intentional with your words. So I know that it doesn't relate to anything, but I just want to get that thought out there. No, Um, I like that. Just to be more mindful of our word choices because we are speaking life into this universe. And to do that with a significant other, like you were saying, Nia, like to be on one accord with one another, that builds that intimacy. It's like a volcano, right? Like you just building up all that lava and then boom, you are exploding, yeah. painting, boom. you know? So. <laughs> it's like, ooh, you hella attractive when you talk dirty to me. Ooh. Like, talk intelligent yeah. to yes. me. Yes. <laughs> That's just sexy. Yes. Like, there was this quote, I think it said, it was like, I want to sit under the stars with you as you make love to my mind. Like, chill. the ghetto. Wait a minute. I like it a lot. Yes. <laughs> and you know what's so funny? Men are so slow sometimes that they don't even understand, like, that... Right there. If you just sit down and talk to me and communicate with me and really hear and we have a real thought out conversation, like that yes. is what keeps women happy. Yeah. We are that so simple the, and they think we're just so complicated. They think we're so complicated. <laughs> I'm I just lock saying. my mind. I lock different levels of me. You know, talk to me. Yeah. Talk to me. Because when you, yes. when you, they're like women have like, like you ever play a video game and you get to like the boss level. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, flow with yeah, me right? flow with me flow with me here okay, okay. so you play in a video game mario mario i go to mario because that's my childhood nostalgic joy but anyway you get to the boss level who the boss like uh love the little fireball king the little dragon somebody with a turtle and spikes and shit on their back anyway girl that's in a negative conversation yeah. right because because <laughs> mario gotta survive do y'all know that there are boss levels in women that have that we know we got, that we want to encounter and 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 and, and experience ourselves, but we can't be like transparent and organic enough to give that to you because we don't feel like y'all deserve it sometimes. Or am I like? Is <laughs> mm. that no, just I get like where you're going? It's like you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta unlock this level. You, know, you, you don't exactly. start here. You you know yeah. that's how it is in Mario. Like you I go can't to the secret levels. To they gotta you gotta get a certain amount of. <laughs> Coins and points before you hit this level, my dude. You, you right. don't just jump there. But once right. you unlock the level, you like this the best fucking game ever. I fucking love this game. It's ever. You know what? That is no, no. You just gave me an idea because my guy is a gamer, Here and that is a perfect way to explain mm. to him. You want to unlock this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You got to yes. beat the boss. You want to get to the boss level? <laughs> y'all, Girl, y'all know they got all type real. of secret codes. They be going right? online and looking for codes to unlock different levels and different players. <laughs> Nah, nah, ain't no cheat code. Energy, okay. Invest that same (laughs) energy into unlocking these levels, my dude. Exactly, and it ain't no cheat codes. I've even given the comparison. Like, listen, I need you to understand that you are a microwave. I am an oven. It's gonna take me a minute to get to this (laughs) level of heat that you want me to give, sir, because it's gonna be a little lukewarm. Unless I am stimulated. So, yes, men are microwaves, women are ovens, and your communication determines how how fast that preheat, preheat, honey. You feel me? Do you feel me? But let's not get it twisted. (laughs) It's not all them. It's us too. It's not. But we already touched touched on us. (laughs) But let's just reiterate that. We're not perfect. We are not. (laughs) We are not. But we're going to give you our truth too, both sides. 
And I will say women are hella emotional. And I think that's where we could stand to really work on our communication because we yes. are so emotional. We tend to react without thinking straight. Like we'll we'll approach the situation while we're hot about it. I know I'm bad yeah. with that. If I'm hot about something, I can't sit on it. I have to speak on it. If I saw something mm. I don't like, you know, of course I'm not going to embarrass you in front of other people. But, you know, that night we talking about it. I can't wait oh, yeah. until I'm calm and mm-hmm. like thinking clearly. It doesn't work. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I'm a little Girl. bit of both. Sometimes I say it when I'm feeling it and most of the time it's not a good thing. And other times I let it boil and boil until now I'm really feeling some type of way. So I'm trying to find a middle ground, but mm-hmm. I think that I've experienced all of the above. Yeah. But I think that's good that you take accountability for yourself. Kind of, you know, that's just, you know, make sure you fix your crown. You know, you take accountability for your part that you've played and what you can do to get better, um, what you can do to progress, what you can change, you know. And I think it also takes that partner that's willing to communicate those things, too, because men don't aren't really the greatest at communicating or tapping in with their emotions. Nia, you mentioned that we're emotional, which we are, but men don't like to tap into their emotions for the sign for the sake of not looking weak. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of hinders and prolongs the process. But as long as you are willing to communicate your truths and be transparent about how you communicate with someone and what you can do better, or, hey, I messed that up, uh, or I could change this, or I didn't really have to say that, or I could have worded this better, that's progress. Progress is a process, honey. It don't happen overnight. Yes. So as long as you take responsibility Absolutely. for your own shit, then you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So... Because we're not professionals, you know, we take, um, you know, we like to borrow all the tidbits from other sources. So um, loveisrespect.org has an article for tips on better communication. And I really thought this was interesting. And hopefully y'all could take away this and, you know, mend some situations in your life. But um, they say find the right time to communicate your issues with your significant other or whoever it is. You know, you don't necessarily want to do it in front of other people. Make sure you're calm and you're not distracted by other things or stressed or, you know, just find the right time to have that conversation. Talk face-to-face. Avoid talking over the phone. Make sure y'all have eye contact and you're really feeling one with each other. Do not attack each other. Don't point out each other's flaws and jump on the other person. Um, Really try to be an active listener when they're talking and really hear them. And like we said earlier, don't be that person that's listening for your time to talk. Be that person that's listening so that you can respond. Gather what you're going to um, hear them so that you can respond accordingly. Be honest. I, I, I am such an honest person and I love open and honest communication. Some people are scared of that. There's nothing wrong with that I feel like honesty is the opportunity to give another person to take you at face value if you're honest they don't have a choice but to really just accept what you're saying or not and that's fine but Mm -hmm. make a choice check your body language when you're communicating with with someone else and then the last Mm -hmm. thing they say is use the 48 hour rule um if you're too angry you know not necessarily bringing it up right at that time but within 24 hours give yourself a chance to calm down think it out see things clearly but it definitely needs to be addressed they Mm -hmm. also talk about how to communicate when you're angry if you're angry stop think about it after you think about it you're no longer upset talk about it and then listen to each other easy as that so thank you loveisrespect.org that was lit thank you yes. that was what's up yes. yes Lou what you got for us honey I 
could feel all that. So, as you know, Namaste True Walu got some words of affirmations hey. and yes, inspirations God. for you yeah. to take with, you know, lay it on week. us. Come so, on, my girl. first affirmation for today's episode is say this to yourself. I speak and express my truth with love in my heart and quietly and clearly with my intention. I also give full attention and respect to others while they are expressing their truth. So this just goes back to like us talking earlier about our truth, but also just being respectful of other people because it's not just us. You know, communication is a two way street. Communication must be hot, as the Dan Oswell said. That's honest, open and two way. You know, communication works for those who work at it. So like we were talking about, it's just not us. And, you know, you have to be receptive. Um, And your partner has to be receptive because relationships cannot grow without the proper amount of communication. As communication, good communication is the bridge between confusion and clarity. And that's all we want. We want to speak our truth, give some clarity and, you know, just clear up that confusion. Speak your truth, even if your voice shakes. Never forget that. And lastly, I'm going to end it with the quotes. Communication means sharing together, thinking together, not agreeing or disagreeing together, but thinking, observing, learning, understanding together. Both you and the speaker have to take the journey together. That is the key togetherness. And that is by Krishna Murti. So... I send love and light your way and namaste. Have a great week. Have a great week, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And we will see y'all next week. Can we out? Yes. Love this episode of Sysology? Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sysology the Podcast. And don't forget to go rate, review, and subscribe on all your favorite listening platforms. As always, we really appreciate your thoughts and feedback about our show. Got something you want to hear us talk about? Something you just got to get off your chest? Well, please send us your Dear Sis letters to DearSisology at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 312-970-1470. We listen to all of those voicemails and we just might use yours in an upcoming episode. This has been a Sisology production brought to you by the sisters original music produced by chief zuka and freak van workham mixed and mastered by the sisology team and ko that new wave now keep in mind that the content of sisology is strictly the opinions of the sisters we are by no means professionals now remember mind your business boss up and go have a dope ass week <laughs>